You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're going to see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Hey, look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Oh, to have some fun that that was on this week by the way hi everybody welcome to the cigar authority today saturday monster 2012 chuck morrison mr jonathan i'm david garofalo broadcasting live here at the cigar bar worcester worcester massachusetts nerf the new england herf is here we'll explain and tell you all about it this week we're going to go talk to the customers the reps and maybe even local celebrities uh, that and lots more welcome everybody Welcome to WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. We've got WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, and WGAM 1250, ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. We're also broadcasting our recorded show from last week on the Cigar Station at www.thecigarstation.com. It replays our show from 11 to 1 in the morning and 11 to 1 in the evening every single Sunday in cigar shops across the country. And we are also podcasted for your downloading convenience on demand at The Cigar Authority or iTunes. And why listen when you can watch this mess? Oh, you took that out. I'm sorry. And why listen when you could watch this mess? <laughs> Video streaming actually right say at, watch this mess. Right at thecigarauthority.com. There we go. Everything's on thecigarauthority.com. I skipped right over that line. There you do. But, hey, uh, drinking is allowed today because we're here at the Cigar Bar of Worcester, and what's going on is the New England Hearth. This is something that happens every single year. It's been going on for 11 years, the New England Hearth, and we'll explain what a Hearth is and everything, but this is the Cigar Bar Worcester, formerly known as Cigar Masters Worcester. It's at the uh, corner of Exchange and Commercial Street in Worcester, Massachusetts. It's and literally, the DCU Center is right across the street from us. We right. can see it. This is, and I've been to Cigar Bars across the country and across the world. <laughs> this is the best one. Retractable roof in here, and if it wasn't raining today, they'd hit the button. It's it's going to be about 50 degrees today. Take the snow away here in New England, but um, hope. they they could press the button and the roof would retract. But we have rain, so they're not going to do that probably. But there's different coves in here and different seating areas, and there's a lot going on the other side. That's that's snow coming off the roof over there. How cool is that? I don't know if it's cool are... or not. I just pooped my pants. <laughs> <laughs> All these the sounds... bejesus out of me. Yeah. But Jesus. <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah, this, uh, we got snow uh, a couple of days ago and uh, rained on our parade for March Madness, but uh, we still did a nice job with that anyway. And uh, now because of the rain, the snow is sliding off the roofs here and, as I say, retractable roof. All the snow's coming off, and uh, who knows if it, uh, if it slows down a bit, the rain or something, maybe uh, they'll press the button. And well, see how cool I bet this they is. press the button even if, uh, if it doesn't stop raining because it gets pretty smoky indoors. Yeah. You've got 150 people all lighting up. Well, they're expecting about 200 people today. 200 people. This New England hearse has been going on, as I say, for 11 years. And um, it's been built and built over the years. Uh, and we're going to have uh, Chuck Berry hopefully uh, coming on and tell us the, all about that. The Chuck Berry. The Chuck Berry. Not to be mistaken with the silly artist who had hit after hit on the radio in the uh, 50s and oh, 60s. Oh, the musical guy, Chuck yeah. Berry. No, no, no. no this, this is, is the, the Chuck, Chuck Berry. Berry. He'll be on. And we're going to have Jason Yamin, who's the manager here at uh, Cigar Bar Worcester. We're going to have him on later on. The different cigar reps are here. As I say, 200. I saw Roy Kirby. Yep. Earlier, I see Jeremy Soares right over there, yep. looking yep. very studly with his little handkerchief poking out of his pocket. Yeah, it's looking good. And, uh, yeah, it's a great thing. And you, you, you got not just all guys here, a lot of pretty girls, not only the waitresses, but um, cigar customers themselves. I saw a couple of girls smoking. Right. It's nice to see. So uh, let's start. Let's start smoking. And we have a, a cigar here out of Cigar Bar Worcester that we have never tried before. And this is their uh, signature cigar that they have in here. They say they sell more of this than anything else, and it's a special cigar that nobody else has. Interesting it, that there's a, there is no real history to the cigar. It's all cloaked in uh, mystery. Yeah. Why don't you tell us what it's called? It's called ESY Unknown. So just having the unknown factor to it is pretty mystery, cool. Chuck. It's a mystery cigar, and it, but it's always a mystery. You never get the answer. And what does ESY stand for? That's a mystery also. So, hey, it's a $10 cigar. Uh, it's a box press. It's kind of dark. I don't know quite a Maduro. It's a kind of dark cigar. I haven't had it before, so you've fired yours up already. Let me I fire did. mine up and see what this on is the, all about. Uh, on the pre-light, I got a, a sweet raisin and a little, uh, just a hint of barnyard. The good smells from barnyard. The sweetness... You know, the, the hay gets a little bit damp, and it produces some uh, some nice aroma to it. And then uh, I lit it. So far, so good. Okay. I'm, feeling, uh, I'm feeling maybe it's uh, it's a little Nicaraguan. It's got a little little bit of that Nicaraguan kind of boost to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. A little aggressive right, right off the bat. Uh, for uh, 12 noon, I guess it's okay. Uh, these are hardcore cigar smokers in here. They're going to have no problem hang. with them, but... They got a big package of cigars when they came in to begin with. I, I, I took a look through the pack, and uh, my notes are here. Yes, they are. I saw a Winston Churchill. Wow. So they're alone. A Winston Churchill is around $20 cigar by itself. That would have been the first one I let out of that pack. Room 101, I saw La Mezco Cubana, which we're going to smoke a new La Mezco Cubana the next hour, which is a sun-grown I've never had before. Cameron Sickles here, El Tiante. There were two different El Tiantes. Because Louis Tiante is a Boston legend. Absolutely. Uh, baseball legend, so it's perfect. Um, what else? Uh, Vault by Tarano. I've never actually had that cigar before. I saw that there. Uh, there was Oliva. There was Kane. There was Dos Ombre. Uh, because we've supported this group since the very, very go of it, too. So, uh, hey, a bunch of guys get together. They don't just get together. They call it the New England Hearth. But from what I understand, people are coming from all over the country. Yeah. They, they, they became friends on the chat boxes and things that are out there. Um, 
things like Brothers of the Leaf, Social Cigars, Cigar Pass, uh, Cigar Geeks, some of the um, networks that these guys talk and get to know each other. And once a year, they get together and they get to be uh, meet their friends face-to-face. The uh, photographer struck me as uh, a different soul. Uh, he, he came in... Native American Indian. He came in in, in uh, full, like, walk-around Native American garb. And I introduced myself. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan. And he said, hi, my name is Spirit Wolf. And I couldn't even stop the words from coming out of my mouth. Of course it is. Yeah. If you had to pick a name for this guy when you walk in, it would have been Spirit Wolf. And bam, it, that's his name. And do you think he says, wow, if I was going to pick a name for this guy, I would say Mr. Jonathan. Of course he does. Yeah. Doesn't everyone? <laughs> so I happen to use my new lighter. I'm just going to hold the lighter up like this that I have that David doesn't have. I do not have that. Uh, it's the Ortsack lighter. I've never seen it so before. Yeah, I am somebody. Victor said he You're wanted somebody, me to have all right. It. You are somebody, all right. See, we're a little bit different as a cigar show goes because we don't really care if the cigar companies advertise on the show. We're doing the show anyways. So we pick a cigar of the year based on how good the cigar is, how well it sells, whether or not it actually came out in that calendar year. You know, there's some criteria involved. And then after it gets picked, then people come up and they give us free stuff. Well, they give you free stuff because I didn't get one. Well, if you'd like to use it, I'd share it with you. Is it refillable? I didn't even it, look. It doesn't look refillable. But it's nice. It is it's nice. a big tank. I want one. I don't blame you. I want one. I'm, I gave him the award, and I didn't get anything. I know. It's messed up. You're not Mr. Jonathan. Nor are you Spirit Wolf. Nor do I want to be, neither. You're I am Indian, myself. I am my own person. Your Indian name would be Failed Contraceptive. <laughs> yeah. That's what your Indian name would be. <laughs> Broken Rubber is what I was called around the neighborhood. <laughs> it's, uh, so, um, there's a lot going on here. Uh, you can, you can hear moving, the hustle and bustle. Yeah, they're moving, they're moving some dartboards around. They better move a lot of things because 200 people, this is a big place, but 200 people is going to fill it, I'm going to imagine. Yes. But I've been here on a, a regular Sunday. You've been here with yep. me on a regular Sunday, and they put little jazz bands in here and things like that. They have and, little Mr. Jonathan set up in the corner sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is a happening place. It is. It, it is built into a, a great place. As I say, I think it's the best cigar bar in the country that I've ever been to, the way it's set up and stuff. But it's really built up into, into something, and it's nice to see because we're in the uh, People's Republic of Massachusetts right, right. now where uh, cigar smoking isn't legal almost anywhere. So uh, we're lucky enough to uh, have a place like this, and we'll talk about it later of what you, the consumer, should do when you go into a place like this and how you should act and what you should do, like um, the uh, amendments C- of cigars, right? Yeah, the Cigar Ten Commandments. Very interesting. There are five restaurants attached to this building. They've got a little bit of everything as far as the food goes, and there's an outdoor seating, well, indoor-outdoor seating area just four feet down lower, and that extra four feet, Shields the people who may not be into cigar smoking from getting riddled with cigar smoke when there's all these people up here. So I've been here when it's been full, 100 people in here just in this room smoking cigars. There's many rooms. You go down there, and it's not bad at all. Not completely clear. You can still smell the cigar smoke, but it's not bad. But you got to like the cigar smoke. i got to imagine everybody's getting along here fine. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, I think everybody's doing good. Uh, I don't think anything's happening at the, at the big center over here, the DW center. No, at the DCU, I don't think so. Whatever it's called. Okay, so this is the 11th annual NERF, New England NERF. It happens every year. What is a NERF? What 
Well, what's what the is principle the principle behind it? Well, a nerf is the New England herf, so the question really would be what is a herf? And from what I understood it to be is a smoker, a, a, what used to be a, a cigar crawl, which is everybody getting together and, and going from place to place, and uh, better known now, and, and actually what most people use, is a herf. Um, so uh, this has gone back. I did some research to, so, to make sure I had my information correct. Go it's ahead. like cigar bar hopping. You go from cigar spot to cigar spot? Yeah, yeah, that, that's what a cigar crawl is. Uh, go from place to place. Um, and a whole bunch of guys getting together and herfing and crawling. So is herfing. that you drink to the point where you herf? Nope, nope. Herf uh, is the... It seems like it should be an acronym for something, the... Hesitation, emergence, redundant, truncation, or something. <laughs> it isn't. And uh, I'll tell you, I did research, and I found it um, out there, and it was the mid-90s, 1996, actually. There was a, uh, a forum called Alt Smokers Cigars, and I was a member of this way back then, and there was uh, a handful of us guys. It's Steve Sock, me and Steve Sock, I looked and researched of us chatting with each other uh, in actually 95 when, when both of us were there. But in 1996, it was a guy, Prince of Skeeves, uh, November 21st, 1996. He wrote the first time that I could find anything that was ever uh, written about it, and he explained to his her... His Prince? Prince of Skeeves. That's his... Handle? Handle is a good word for it, yeah. All right. Because um, we've met Spirit Wolf today, so Prince of Skeeves, I mean, we're kind of, it's a whole theme for the show. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know who this guy is, but he was out there in those days, and uh, he was asked, because he mentioned it in, in one of his posts, um, he's going to Hearth with a bunch of guys, and they said, what is this? And he says, uh, to draw on a cigar, um, it's less vulgar than sucking or toking. So, herfing the cigar is actually like inhaling the cigar, but not taking it down into your lungs. But how, how you smoke a cigar, which is take it in your mouth, is herfing so the cigar. Right. Then, we have a room full of herfers. That's right. But now he said that in November 96. In 1997, in July 11, 97, he further explained the word herf is to recognize um, where it came from, where he found out, which was. Uh, from some uh, college in Texas, Clyde College in Texas in 1982 was the first time he ended up finding it. But to this day, everybody considers the word herf to come um, to mean a gathering of cigar smokers, comrades together smoking cigars. Brothers of the leaf, if you will. There we go. So, uh, and it was funny going through those bulletin boards... And um, that bulletin board, Alt Smoker Cigars, actually started at Duke University in 1979. So this is really pre-computer age. Oh, absolutely. The internet stuff. Pre-internet. Yeah. I mean, I got in there in in 95 is the earliest post I could find of myself. And uh, as I say... Just shortly after Al uh, Gore invented the internet. That was Al Gore. That's right. Al Gore had done that. Uh, so anyway, that's where the herfing thing comes from. These guys took it to a, uh, a serious level of 200 people getting together um, f- to, uh, to come to this. It was an advance ticket for $40. And all net proceeds, they're not doing this to make money. 
All net proceeds today is going to Wednesday's Childs. Wow. Now, you, you New Englanders that have, have been watching um, um, the news all these years, Jack Williams has created this Channel Wednesday's Child, yep. uh, Channel 4, and he'll be here. He he's, comes uh, the past six years or so. It was Jack Williams and Liz Walker when I was a kid. There we go. Uh, we, In the 80s. And, and us older people remember uh, Jack Williams with Tony Pepper. Before that, ah. so I can ask him whatever happened to Tony Pepper, and he'll know how old I was anyway. Because Jack Williams had been doing this for thirty something years, thirty four, I think. Yeah. yeah. So uh, hopefully we get him on because I know he's going to be uh, coming here anyway. So uh, they they've been taking this money that came in. They've been giving all this money to the charity. Uh, so hopefully they raise a lot of money for that. Uh, they're getting a great deal for their $40 because that bag of cigars, I'll tell you, is worth $140 easy. Absolutely. And they, they got it for $40. But uh, hopefully they're going to all do the right thing and buy a few cigars when they're in here because that is one of the Ten Commandments. It absolutely go, is a Ten Commandment. Yeah, so we'll, we'll go there anyway. So anyway. It should be the first. It's, uh, it's a great location. Oh, that, oh, almost had a little despiriting of the wolf right there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a great location, great cigars. Uh, they're going to have great prizes, too, so uh, they're going to have lots of raffles and stuff to, to add even more money to it. So uh, we'll, we'll look uh, forward to uh, Chuck giving us all the details that happened here. But as I say, um, you know, some of the great cigars uh, and folks that are here are the people from Camacho, Davidoff, Drew Estates, Hammer & Sickle. That goes for Hammer & Sickle cigars as well as Hammer & Sickle vodka. Nice. Uh, Oliva, Perdomo. Uh, the Cigar of the Year, Ortsak is here. We saw Victor Vitali is in here. I saw him because he, he gave me this awesome lighter right. right here. Uh, awesome. El Tianti, they got a couple of Louis Tian cigars. Uh, Winston Churchill. It's will El Tianti be here? I, I don't know. I hope he will. If he will, we bring him on too. Again. Um, that was and, a tough uh, interview for you last time he was on. Oh, he's tough to understand all these years. He is. I've known him for a long, long time, but he's, he's, he's a tough person to understand, and uh, you weren't helping a lot either. Uh, you kicked me off. You oh, said, yeah. That's you right. You go stand over there. We'll, give well you there was only one headphone or two headphones or whatever. But I noticed your voice was getting louder as the interview went on. Yes, because yeah. when you yeah. don't understand, you talk louder. And a little slower. Yeah. You didn't add any O's, though, you chicken. Yeah, I was scared. He was like, <laughs> L's and O's. <laughs> he might have thrown you. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, that's what we got, and that's what the HERF is, and uh, I, I have some uh, information. In I can't here. wait any longer, David. Go ahead. I, I think I set a new record for shoveling. Mm. I shoveled for 18 hours straight. That is that is tied with the number of hours that I've DJed straight. But on your Facebook, you mentioned it was 27 hours. So 27-hour the- storm. There were a couple of breaks because the crew that I run and I moved so much snow, we out-shoveled the storm. Yeah. And had to take a couple hours break, let the snow accumulate again, and then go back out. I actually went through two shoveling crews. My brother was on one, and How he is... How old are you again? 34. Pretty good for an old guy, man. My brother's 32, and he is the toughest guy that I know, as far as just can work. Yeah. And he quit after eight hours. The snow was just so heavy. Eight hours of snow is a long time. Eight, yeah, he's a baby. I don't care who you are. He's a baby. His 18-year-old stepson was there as well. Quit. So I had to bring in a couple of new rookies. And we just did March Madness, so it was 12 hours on the floor, cement floor of the, yeah. of the Salem store yesterday. And, I'll and tell you're you, not used to that. You do a lot more sitting than you do standing nowadays. And I'll tell you, I must have did about over 20 years on the floor. And the past few years, uh, I've been sitting in the office too much. 
And a day like yesterday will teach you that. Yeah. Uh, although everybody was hurting. All the guys were hurting. They used to doing it all the time. But I think I was particularly hurting more than everybody else. I mean, it was... You went 10 to 10. That's, uh, that's a long day. Yeah. They don't, you're not normally open that late. The latest you typically are open is 8 o'clock. It's 8 o'clock, yeah, on a Friday. Yeah, the extra two hours that can uh, do a number on you. None of you were lifting snow, by the way. You know, you don't have a two-and-a-half-foot-wide shovel with a foot of snow on it. You know, how about that weighs a, how about a hundred and something pounds. Smaller shovel? Easier? No, because you're already, you're already doing the motion. So why do the motion six times when you could do it two times? So I just get the biggest shovel I possibly can and deal with it. Make a lot of money? I do good. For those folks that uh, say there's no money out there, when you see the snow falling... Oh, I can't wait to slap the first silly jerk <laughs> that, that says that, that to me. That is money falling from the sky. I don't that's have a job. It. Well, that's uh, funny that you do don't have a Do you have a, a shovel? Right. <laughs> you can borrow mine. I have plenty. Yeah. And there it is. But you know what? Not willing to do it. Not willing to do it. So you Playing make... the Xbox and the PlayStation is much more appealing than it is. Well, uh, we, we were very lucky work. this year. We had a very mild winter anyway, so it wasn't good for the shovelers. It wasn't good for the skiers. But you know what? They, they've made their money over the years with all the shots coming out. Is that all shots? I believe that is all shots. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Superstar John Hart shaking hands with Jeremy Soares. That's a tray of shots. Man. They can't hear us. Why is that? They can't hear us? Apparently not, because I said both of their names. And they they're didn't even look over so here. So not only did they get the, the bag of cigars over here, they're actually, actually uh, cigar reps walking around passing out more cigars. Nice. One-on-one. Now, and, and what is that? That's Undercrown. That's Undercrown. Now, this is an interesting play by a cigar rep, because you've got guys with bags of cigars to begin with, and now you're going to draw attention to your cigar as you give it to them, which... If they had contacted Drew Estates, I'm sure Drew Estates says, yeah, we'll be happy to give you cigars. We want the rep there handing it out. It did, doesn't go in the bag. Did you see John's hat haircut? No. I've, he's had a hat on every time. Check this out. He just took the hat off for a second. Oh, he, my goodness gracious. He, he has shaved half his head, and his hair is long on the other side. He's, you, he's arguably one of the most awkward people <laughs> as far as... Not social graces because you talk to him. He's a wonderful guy. Yeah. But how he dresses and his appearance is the exact opposite of what you would <laughs> expect. Come on from here, a just so they come on here. Take your hat off. But just so the camera can see this. Yeah. Just Don't, just bend over this way. Lean your head. Yeah, take this off. Just so people can so, see. Look so at that. Half, half his head shaved. Half his head shaved. <laughs> the other half is okay. You lost a bet, right? You, oh, he's not. We're not talking about it. Okay. Well, we have a lot to talk about. We yeah. want to bring all these folks on, and uh, we're going to take a break. Was that a break? <laughs> a break? Yeah. I, I heard, thought I heard bumper I, music I thought I heard music. In. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to the manager of the Cigar Bar Worcester, <laughs> Jason Yamin. He's going to come on, and we're going to talk to the guy running this herd, Chuck, Chuck Berry. And, uh, the we, Chuck Berry. We'll get some of the reps on. Maybe we'll get a good shot of, uh, of some haircuts and things like that. So uh, <laughs> I don't hear the music, but... Uh, Whatever's we hope, happening. We hope, hope and pray there's music playing somewhere. Uh, there it is. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Uh, you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. We'll be right back. Hi, 
Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, Stogie Heaven. There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican, El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo, and 2283 has it certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back and it's 2283. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago, but today it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, men who go to bed with itchy bum wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing. It's what some call the modern-day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-
And we are live here at the Cigar Bar in Worcester, and we're smoking a great cigar. This is the ESY Unknown. Great cigar. Don't know a lot about it, but we're going to find out right now. With us is Jason Yamin, the manager here at the Cigar Bar Worcester. Hi, Jason. Hi, David. How are you? Very good. Very good. So, fantastic place. You're the manager here. Uh, I was saying to the guys earlier, I've been to cigar bars across not only the country, across the world. I think this is the greatest cigar bar there is. Retractable ceiling in here. Yep. Too bad it's not a beautiful day. You could hit the button and open it up and really shown off. But different uh, areas inside the, the bar area and a little patio area and little couches out here and great place. Thank you very much. Yeah, you've been here for a couple of years? Yeah, we've been here uh, three years now. And uh, I've been the general manager here for uh, about two and a half years now. Okay. And um, we've made a lot of changes to the facility, as you know, yes. uh, from when I first started here. Um, it's an honor to host the Big Nerf here, which oh, is yeah. a charity for, you know, Wednesday's Child, yep. Jack Williams. Yep. Um, it's an honor to have you here. Oh, God, please. I've known you for a long, long time, and I know you know your cigars. I know you know uh, what's going on in the business. I'm proud of you, man, what you ended up creating here. And, uh, You're like the son he never wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Yeah. No. But, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And, and it, it's not busy like this every single day. No, no. Yeah, but working on it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, um, we have two days to fill up. Um, Monday, Tuesday, once we get those rolling, we, uh, it'll be... Uh, Unbelievable. We, it, the facility itself is, it speaks for itself. The facility oh, here. Oh, it absolutely um, does. Like you said, the retractable roof. There's four different areas you can sit if you want quiet. You have back here if you want um, noisy and busy. You right. can go inside if Got a, you like want to watch. Sports bar feel in one of the rooms. Yep. You want a big. Uh, you want to come for any of the big sports games. How we big have, is that screen? Uh, 18 feet by 18 feet HD oh, projector. That is right. a big screen. Yep. That is a yep. big TV. Yep. So, uh, and, yeah. And sometimes you've got bands playing in here? Right? Uh, we have bands here um, Wednesday through Sunday. So live entertainment, never a cover charge. When is um, the next time the James Devlin Band is playing? Because I love them, and I know you have them here all the time. We'll give them a little plug. Yeah, the James Devlin Band will be here this Thursday, 9 o'clock. Nice. Um, got one of the best horn blowers in the industry, Ian wow. Katz. Um, yeah, those guys have it going on. I was at a party that you threw, yes. and they were the band, and I was the backup, you know, playing between their sets. And, man, did I have a good time while they were on. Yeah, they're excellent, excellent. Um, any, any private event that I have that I throw myself, I usually have them come on and uh, trying to get them up at two guys for the Christmas party yeah. up there. Uh, That'd be uh, awesome. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so what time are you open till? Uh, we're open from 1230 to 2 a.m., seven days a week. Wow. Give last call about one thirty because at 2 o'clock, you can't stay here. you got to go home. Right. Well, I don't care where you go, but you can't <laughs> stay here. <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about this ESY unknown. It's cloaked in mystery. We're smoking it. We're loving it. It tastes a little Nicaraguan to me. Uh, tell us what you can. I know you have to keep the secrecy. You know, because of the whole this brand is, this thing. This is but like the Kentucky Fried Chicken special <laughs> recipe yeah. or something. What is, what's going, going on? on what is going on? Um, this guy here is uh, 96% Nicaraguan tobacco. There you go. Bam. 4% Panama, which gives a little spice. And uh, with a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, um, nice oily dark wrapper. Yeah. Gives a little bit of flavor. Uh, we're not like a lot of cigar companies that use the Maduro for the strength. We use the uh, dark wrapper for the, um, the flavor in the cigar. Very nice. Good taste. I like it. Mr. Jonathan said Nicaraguan for sure. Yeah, I'm, you a big, I'm a big fan. I, I, like, I like the way a bundle or a box press, those, those kind of square cigars feel in your hand. 
better than a round one. You get you get more surface area for your finger when you do the scissor hold. Yeah, especially when you have little hands like myself and Dave yeah. over here. we got short, stubby hands, so <laughs> it fits pretty good in our hand. Uh, we offer it in four sizes. We offer it in um, Robusto, Toro, and Churchill in the box press. And we have a 660 uh, round. round and a Toro round that we also do it in. Okay. Wow. So if you want to taste the difference between a round and a square cigar, you have the option right there. You can have one in each hand. One in each hand. Now, somebody has said to me before, asked me the question, and I could never answer it because everybody either makes a round cigar or a square cigar, but here's one that comes in round and square. Does it taste different if it's square or round? Um, to me or to you, we can taste the difference, maybe. Yeah. Um, but average, for an everyday smoker... Yeah. There's been times when I've smoked a cigar. I know you guys, I'm kind of known for pulling out odd flavors, but I've tasted round before. You pull out more than odd flavors. Yeah, you taste what <laughs> <Yeah>. round. <laughs> Did, I, I was in uh, the Padron factory a couple of years ago, and we were smoking all the anniversarios in the 1926s in the round. They hadn't been box pressed yet. They box press them when they come back to the United States. They come in round. So everything in the factory was a round cigar. And I'm like, no, this must be the regular blend. No, no bands on the cigars or anything. I said, this must be the, re- the regular blend. He says, no, no, that's a Anniversario. This one is the 1926. And I said, they're all round. He says, yeah, we'll make them box press when we get them into the U.S. So we're smoking Anniversario rounds. But the thing is, when, you, when you're over there in Nicaragua smoking the cigars, they always taste better there. You know, right. you're with family. Everything's just perfect and everything. It's like being in Hawaii and, you know, the cocktail tastes better. Well, now that you bring up Padron, um, you're my idol anyway in the cigar industry. Please, please. And uh, I was at your shop yesterday for March Madness. And uh, I don't know how you do it. Um, <laughs> I actually had to call up three Brinks trucks for Dave to yeah, take home yeah, all I his got, money I last night. I got night. that text from you. Um, there was a gentleman there uh, that ended up buying... I think it was 20 boxes of 1926 number yeah. one anniversarios. Oh, my goodness um, gracious. Ones and sixes. Yeah, ones and sixes. He said, I'll take them all. And I uh, just came up and, you're my idol. That's oh, all I got to say. If I just had him in my uh, store yesterday, yeah. I could close for the rest of the day and go home today. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good wow. customer for sure. Yeah, big, big spender. And yeah. uh, he smokes them and passes them out, and that's what he loves. Yeah. He's bounced around, though. But once he got a hold of, the, of that Padron, that's it. It's, it's not Padron that makes this, is it? I can't, um, I can't reveal that information. <laughs> but um, uh, if you want a great cigar and compete with Padron and be able to smoke a cigar every day yeah, yeah. and afford that cigar every day, right. you probably want to smoke one of these. That's the ESY Unknown. That's correct. Phenomenal smoke, and you can only get it here. That's correct. That's yep. it. It's, it's unbanded. I mean, it really, the marketing on it is brilliant. There's no band. I don't. It, it didn't look like it came in a box. It looks like you just kind of had, you know, some trays set up. It comes in a box. Yeah. Yeah, it, it comes in the box, and the box is on. It's a blank box. Nice. It's a, the unknown. It's the unknown. Yeah. Yeah. I like I love it. it. I like it more. You yes. like it more. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like him more. You know this guy right out here, Mr. Hanson. Wow! Hey, there he is. Yes, Eric yes, Hanson. Eric Hanson, the handsome Eric Hanson, the hammer, the hammer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they call him the hammer, yeah. but we'll leave that unknown. Also, it's unknown. Yeah. So you serve the the uh, hammer and sickle cigars, but Correct. hammer and sickle vodka too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually are doing a hammer and sickle promo today on the vodka. Okay, uh, we got lovely Erica here um, sampling the vodka. Beautiful girls, beautiful waitresses. Yeah, what is your secret? How do you get pretty girls to come hang out with 
You pay, you pay them. Fat yeah. guys smoking cigars, <laughs> and they don't, they don't seem to complain because they could waitress anywhere. Well, they don't allow me to do the interviewing anymore. Anymore. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm engaged now in... Uh, so it's not they don't allow uh, no. you, she doesn't allow yeah, you. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to say that, but yeah. Um, so I have somebody else come in on the outside and do the um, interviewing process, and um, I tell them what the stipulation should be, and they've done a pretty good job hiring pretty good the girls. Job. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. I see them cutting and lighting the cigar. They yep. know what they're doing. Yep. Do they make recommendations to guys for smoking cigars? Uh, they do. They yeah. do. They make recommendations. These here aren't girls that are just pretty with no brain. Uh, these actually, some of these girls have the brain and they're pretty, uh, which I the benefit from here. Right. You got yeah. the whole package here, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got about 200 people coming today. Yeah, 200 people should be here today. And um, and this ends at 5 o'clock. Yeah, 5 o'clock. But the, the day continues, the, the night continues till... The night goes on yeah. and, um, yep, uh, I wish we had the James Devlin band here tonight, but we don't. Uh, we have John Bowser here tonight, who's a great uh, Hootie and the Blow fish imitator. Oh, no kidding. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he's excellent. So what do they do once they get past the three songs? <laughs> um, he starts over. He actually nice. sold <laughs> It's kind of like a jukebox. I yeah. love it. You just keep putting your money in and play whatever you want. You, you just keep going, hold yep. my hand, yep. hold my hand. Yep. I love it. I so, love it. So was last year the first time you did this with this group? No, this is the third um, Third year. Third year. Uh, first year we had about 150 people. Last year we had 187, and this year we're shooting for 200. There we go. Yeah. And, and how many can you hold in here comfortably? Um, comfortably, the way it's set up, yeah. um, we could probably hold about 250. Oh, um, okay. Our so limit is 300. Okay. Um, so if it was standing room only, it'd be 300. But with all the chairs, the big leather chairs and sofas that we have, and the way it's set up, we hold about two, two fifty comfortably well, for a Saturday afternoon. This and is it's so awesome, it's right? so interesting how you set it up. The you've got different seating areas. Even though the whole space is open, you've got couches oh, back yeah. to back, little living rooms throughout. Yeah, the exactly. Whole that's exactly what I was going to say. Coffee tables between. It's it's phenomenal. It's you know and we you use this is radio boxes. for the most part, so yeah. we have to try to paint a yeah. picture for these people. But cigar right. boxes as ashtrays, I would imagine, because as things get rowdy out here, you don't want expensive ashtrays falling on the floor. Well, not just that. I don't want people walking out with them, which um, they have done in the past. Collectors' items. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You put so if they put your name on them, they want it all the more. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, you know, they want a regular cigar box. They could take it. Um, we actually had somebody in here about a month ago who put a regular ashtray um, in their pocket with the ashes in it. Um, wow. So actually because he did that, I let him take the cigar box. I mean, the, the ashtray. I let him take it because he wanted to get dirty and hide it in his coat. You know, good luck to him. My God. Yeah. The only well, thing that could have been better than that is if he set himself ablaze. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been You'd be hoping way. for that yeah. on the ride home. Yeah. He just spontaneously combusts. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah, going to get into, later on, we're going to get into the Ten Commandments of um, Cigar Smokers. And okay. um, what that is, is how they're supposed to act. You know, we know as entrepreneurs and business people, we give them a clean environment, uh, uh, happy wait staff, and uh, nice drinks, and fresh cigars and they kept perfect. I was in the humidor. Everything was pe- kept perfect. And, that, and that's what you have to do as the entrepreneur and as, as the guy running the, sh- the shop here. But, you know, there's something that the uh, consumer has to do, the way they have to act. 
Yeah. Stealing the ashtray is not the way to act. Correct. Stealing anything is never the way to act. And I'll tell you, you, you put a black eye in the, in the faces of every cigar smoker if you end up doing some of these things. And it's, it's a shame to even have to say it, but when we have a big crowd of consumers, I like to say it and just maybe remind them. And I, I'd say it's a, it's a very minute amount of people to do the wrong thing, yep. but it puts a black eye onto everybody if they end up doing it. So right, right. don't steal the ashtray. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> Buy an ashtray. Yeah. You need you need. 15 bucks to buy an ashtray, I'll give you the 15 bucks. Yeah. Don't steal the ashtray, man. By, uh, by law, you have to sell a certain percentage of alcohol to tobacco, Correct. right? You yep. have to maintain a certain percentage. So yep. if someone comes in with their own cigar, yep. there is a cutting fee, am I right? Um, yes, there is a cutting fee. Uh, normally, I don't charge it. Um, I feel that if you come into my facility, that you're going to buy a cigar anyway. Um, you would hope. That I would hope, yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you come into my facility, I normally don't enforce it. Um, I do have a couple competitors in this area that are small competitors. Um, I like competition. It drives me even more mm. um, in different avenues of my, uh, yeah. my businesses, I should say. Right. And um, so if I feel that you come in and you're going to sit here and have a drink and smoke a cigar, normally I won't charge you, uh, you know, the cotton fee because um, it really doesn't cost me that much money to have one of my girls cut your cigar for you. Um, so I would hope and appreciate that you bought your cigar here, at right. least a cigar, because if you're going to pay a $10 cutting fee, you might as well spend yeah, you $10. you may as well walk out with something, something that has tobacco in it. Right, correct. Yeah, no. buy a few cigars. You know, not even one. You go into a place, you buy a few cigars, you know. I mean, look at the, it, it can't be cheap to have a roof that rolls back. No, well, so, the whole facility's not cheap. And the thing is, you know, a lot of, the, a lot of people are buying online now. And it's hurting people like me here in Massachusetts, of course. Um, you know, with the taxes and everything, I can't be as um, inexpensive. I won't right. use cheap because that's quality. Yeah. I'm going to use inexpensive. Right. Um, as you in New Hampshire, um, you know, I have taxes that we have to pay in sure. the lovely uh, state of Massachusetts, really. Yeah. Uh, Taxachusetts. And you know what? It's Taxachusetts, and they still want to put people like us out of business um, that where 90% of their revenue taxes comes from tobacco. Right. And they still want to put us out of business. I don't understand. But Well, uh, if the consumer doesn't buy the cigars from you and you are put out of business because you can't keep the facility going, where do they have the next group together? Right. How can they ever get together ever again? They and couldn't. So you, you, you have to support the brick and mortar stores. You have to support the places in your area uh, because if you don't, you're going to have no place to smoke cigars. Correct. So, uh, yeah. you know, you're, you're being dollar foolish, penny wise or whatever they, the heck they call that. Because there's going to be no place to go. Now, Jason, on top of being the, the general manager of Cigar Bar Worcester, you also do something with countertops. Is that right? Yes. Um, I have a, a business. It's called uh, Elite Countertops. Um, it's out of New Hampshire. Um, I do a new product out. It um, competes with granite, uh, Corian, Silestone countertops. Um, this here, it's uh, FDA approved, so you can cook on it. It's non-porous. It's 100% epoxy. Um, it's a countertop that you can... Uh, everything that you would do with a granite Corian countertop, you can also do with um, this countertop here, and it's half the price of... Um, because you're using the existing countertop somebody has already. Correct. You don't, I, I don't have to do any demolition. Um, I don't have to remove any of that stuff. I can go right over the top, and it's, uh, it's actually a great product. We do um, countertops. I do... Uh, we can redo showers. I can do... Um, 
decorative concrete, which I can go right over your floor in your kitchen. I can go over the floor in your bathroom. I saw the little patch that you did over here. Yes. And, uh, yeah. That would be awesome around my pool, that's for yes. sure. Yes. Non-slip. It's awesome stuff. So you, you're keeping yourself busy, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, we try. Yeah. We try. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah, it's called Elite Countertops, um, www.elitecountertops.ne for the website. Yeah. Um, I'm also uh, associated somewhat with um, Elite Garage. Yeah. Um, that's EliteGarageNE.com. And that's the ones that do and, garage uh, yeah, floors. Yeah, they do garage floors and stuff like that. Um, there's a gentleman by the name of Ed Sloan that owns that company yeah. that I uh, gave him some knowledge that I had in sure. the business from uh, previous. previous years. Yeah. And, um, I gave him some knowledge, and uh, any knowledge that he needs, I can you know, help him out, but it's a great company. Uh, they warranty the floor for life. For life. For life. Yep. Love it. I love it. Yeah. So that's good stuff. All right. Uh, we're going to try to get Chuck Berry on. If okay. you can, grab right. him, and, and he'll tell us about this herf and all that stuff. All Can't right. thank you enough for doing this uh, charity event. And uh, at least you get 200 people to, to see a place, yep. and they got to be in awe. I'll tell you, the folks who didn't see this place before, because it's fantastic. So somebody uh, coming into town that's listening, because we're in, uh, we're all over the all over the country listening to this thing. Yeah. Um, the, the best pl- thing to do is, is mention the arena, I guess, that's down the street. Yep, DCU Center. It's right across the street, um, the former Worcester Central. Yep. Um, we're right behind it uh, on the corner of Exchange and Commercial Street. Um, again, I want to thank the Herf. It's a privilege for us to um, host it here for the third year in a row, and also an honor to have you and Cigar oh, Authority please, and Two please. Guys Smoke Shop. Happy to be here. I'm yep. so happy uh, you said yes, so thank, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, I know we got 200 people. It won't rival what you did last oh, night. Oh, please. Um, I don't oh, know my if God, Brinks, the I don't even know if, uh, over here. I don't even know if Brinks <laughs> would show up today because I don't know after they did show up if I'd have any money left to pay them. There we um, go. Uh, you, this is uh, it, it's a few years. I got 27 under my belt, so right. uh, I got okay. no doubt in my mind if, you, if you've pulled this off in three. Holy God, what the future holds. Well, hopefully within a month, um, I'll be 100% owner nice. of the business. and. Um, We'll go from there. And then we'll crank this place. Then we'll crank it. We'll crank it. Good, crank good. It. Thank you. All right. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for everything. Okay, that's Jason Yamin, and he's running the place over here. If you want to come to Cigar Masses, they're open every single day. Come on down. Uh, we certainly uh, try to make, take the ride, which is 45 minutes. How long to take this? Yeah, maybe here? 45 minutes. 45 minutes from Salem, New Hampshire. I mean, you're from Boston. It's less than that. And, uh, you know, it seems like Worcester's a, a far way away, but it's it really a highway. It's nah, nothing. It's nothing. Quick little jaunt. So uh, I like this cigar. Seriously, oh, yeah. I mean, he's not listening now. No, this is an awesome cigar. It's phenomenal. And how, who was nailing it with the Nicaraguan, by the way? Nicaraguan and, and a little Panama, huh? Which is an oddity. It is Panama. an oddity. You don't you don't see a lot of that. So the, does Panama had, produce a lot of tobacco? They, they have it. They have it. Nice. Yeah, we're waiting on Chuck Berry. Yeah, huh? we're waiting on Chuck Berry. He'll be up in just a minute. He's the one that put this together. I don't know if he was there the, the whole time on it, but uh, as they said, this is uh, for Wednesday's Child, which is Jack Williams. And some information on Jack Williams, for those who, who don't know, is uh, here comes Chuck now. All right, I'll hold off on that because Chuck Berry is uh, on his way in. Chuck, come on, come come on, on this on side this over here. We've got tons of cables. We don't want you to trip over. He'll have to come on after. We only have one headset. Okay, so Chuck Berry, and I, I guess he's the one that puts us together. He's the one that contacts me every year anyway, yes, so yeah. uh, he'll let me know. I don't know a lot about it, but... I've actually never met him, and as I was walking down the walkway, he said, Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Berry here. He so knew who you were. Here comes Chuck Berry now. The Chuck Berry. 
That's right. Not but, to be mistaken from the other guy. Yeah. Name on it, everything. Like, there we go. Some fancy stuff. Yeah. There we go. So, Chuck, yeah. unbelievable. 200 people they're expecting today? Well, uh, we'll get close to that. Wow. We'll get close to that. Make okay. a little adjustment here. All right. There we there go. We go. See, I'm not used to that. I'm not to the man of war. This <laughs> DJ over here. There we go. So, right. looking into this, this is 11 years, 11th annual. 11 years. Have you, have you been with it since ago? And you, you're the last one. You're the one who stuck with us the longest. Oh, no kidding? Oh, you're no kidding at so, all. So I'm the longest standing? Uh... This is up until last year. We had uh, two others who had been with us the whole time. And they can't participate this year. So this is, this is the steady guy right here. Why would they say they can't? You have to. This is an honor to be part of it. You can't. You cannot. That's like saying no to an Oscar. You know, right. who are you telling? Who are you telling? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking to the choir over here, right? You understand it. I get it. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's been a great thing. It's, we just said. It's wonderful. A while we said, look, you know, winter's coming to an end. People are starting to smoke again. Yeah. Why not get folks together, especially the online guys? They don't get together a lot. Yeah. You know? And they're coming from far and wide. Yeah. We not even people, New England. Not I mean. New England, Florida, New York. We have guys come in from Utah. We wow. got guys come in from Arizona. Uh, just because, you know, they know us. They, they hook up with the people online. Because yeah. online, it's no geography. Right, right. Um, so they figure out they, we got a great thing. Come on into Massachusetts. Enjoy yourself. You know, and we've been doing it a long time. So it's, 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 awesome. it's a good thing. It's a good thing. You were there from day one? I was there. I've, I've been there from day one, wow. but not always involved with putting it together. Okay. I've been on the crew for about, because there's five on us on the crew. I've been on here, I'm going to say eight years. Yeah, Very eight. cool. Yeah. Because three here, yeah, then the Boston years. And then in Milford, I was just a guest. So that was the first three. Okay. And after that, you know, the guy who ran it in Milford left. He went, he went to work in Florida. Now he's in Texas, whatever. And, you know, we got together with one of the guys and said, let's keep it going. Plus, his name up. isn't Chuck Berry, because I'm not going to lie. When I got the email the first time from Chuck <laughs> Berry, huh? I was like, I'm going to respond to People this email. People answer my emails. It's awesome. They answer it. They say, wait a second. Is that your real you name? You know, when they get they go, oh. But still, they answer you. That's what all I'm asking for. If I get that first call. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, so that's so we get great participation. I mean, there's a whole long list, but uh, you got you know, cigar reps in here too, guy. walking around yeah. giving away extra They're cigars. Here, you know, they they it's a great day for them too, and I'm, we're, we're glad it turned out that way. We hoped it would, but we had no idea, you know, that you know they come into and, and, uh, and it's a great chance for them too to, to meet the guys. That they Not could. just a guy, occasional guys. Yeah. These are the guys who are into it, that they oh, love it, yeah. it's their hobby, you know, yeah. they're, just, they're relaxing every night and enjoying us, and they're talking about it. It's a room know? full of geeks, cigar yes. geeks. Yes. In a nice way. No, yeah, yeah totally in a nice way. way. Yeah. No, no, I'm, you, 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 hey, you're sitting with one. Yeah. So, oh, I'm probably, probably the geekiest. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Th- this is what cigar smoking is all about. This is yeah. camaraderie. Yes. And, it, and it's not just burning tobacco leaves. That's not what it's about. And no. People have to understand, I bet you anything, there's no cigarette group to get together and they all sit around and smoke cigarettes. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's, this it's is a whole different thing. That it, and people don't understand this. Yeah. Coming from everywhere together and not only talking about it nightly and going on the chat boxes and talk to each other and right. stuff. But to, uh, yeah. you know, hook up once a year. And I know that there's wine tasting type stuff that, that happens like this, but you end up with a room full of stuffy, 
fake, you know, pinky finger lifting bozos that are. Look around you. See any of that? No, he's a man. Any of them. Guys, guys. These are these are men's men that come in. They want to hang out. They want to shoot the breeze. Talk politics. Talk cigars. And you know, like we do, we can not see you for the next year. And then we just pick right up at the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's all it is. We just, we, mid-sentence, we just, we finish it now next year. Yeah, right. You know, that's, that's how we do it. And that's how cigars are. It's a great. And, and this isn't a group from one particular um, web, web uh, no. thing? This no. Is There's so many, and, and I'll screw up, but, you know, let's, let's more than a dozen are here Okay. Now. Uh, so on the web, you, you know, cigar this, cigar that, cigar that, but... All these online guys, and some are on more than one board because sure, sure. they have different groups. But they all get together here once a year. We call it the summit, you know, for uh, for all the online guys. Right, so and it, get... yeah, it gives everybody a chance to get together and just relax. And and I sat with a, a group earlier going through their bag. I said, "Can I look at the cigars you got so I yeah. can have a list list together and start talking with them?" And they. Nice, nice guys. They oh, jump yeah. in. They don't yeah. even know. Oh, my name's Bob. My name's Greg. How oh, you sure. doing? Awesome, awesome. Speaking of uh, of lists, you also are running a fundraiser while you're here. Even though this is a fundraiser, you have a, yes. a fundraiser within the fundraiser. Yes. Is it a silent auction out front? There's a silent auction out front. A lot of great items out there. I'm going to bid right now. Ready? Okay. There, I just bid. Yeah. So look at that. Look si- at that. Silent. You couldn't I hear hope, it. Excellent. I hope I win. That's I'm not on, how it works. Can, can I see that again? Yeah. Yeah. There wow. Oh, there, wow. <laughs> that and one was even louder. And you wow. upped your bid. Yeah, I did. Really? <laughs> that was fast, too. I just <laughs> had a feeling you did. Yeah, uh, it, it's a great, it's a great uh, charity. Uh, you know, Wednesday's child, Jack, sure. you know, Jack Williams, who's up front. He's, he just came a, a few minutes ago enjoying a cigar himself. Uh, I'm not talking out of school. Everybody knows he loves cigars, too. Sure. And, uh, yeah. He's, so he's uh, we need you to time. use your influence Uh-oh. and get Jack Williams up here so we can sit down and talk to him about Wednesday's child. Once he hears that Chuck Berry is looking for him, yeah, watch it happen. Nice. That'll do it. I've heard he raised over seven million dollars so far for this. Yes, yes. Wow. He, you know what? He he and Marcy they run it out of their home. Uh, there's no overhead, you know, and so they all the stuff they run. It's like you know how most charities maybe they get seventy percent, ninety, you know, ninety yeah. percent if they're fantastic. But it all goes, you know, for him, and it's 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 just great the way he does it. That's awesome, and and they just these are for children that are special needs kids special that needs have no kids homes in state care who need who need adoptive homes. Yep. You know, and uh, unfortunately, there's there's you know there's there's always plenty, and so uh, yeah, we like to come in every year, and these guys are great, and uh, you know, all our net from. From everything that comes in, you know, is going to them and, and everything in the silent auction. Now, there's, there's, a, there's a man using his celebrity, because he's a local celebrity, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to push an agenda in a positive direction. Absolutely. And he's for 31 for years. years. Exactly. 31 years. Yeah. It's not like he started this I mean, yesterday. How many yeah. people would just kick back and just, you know, write yeah. a small check, and, you know, for, yeah. to get the photo opportunity? And I would say I've done enough. That's it. I mean, right. You know, but and he, he just he keeps, keeps going. going. Yeah. Well, there's our bumper music. We got to start our wrap up here. Okay. So we're sitting with Chuck Berry. We're smoking. <laughs> we're smoking the ESY unknown. We're at Cigar Bar in Worcester. We're at the Nerf. Yeah, it just it. doesn't get better than this. this, is we, it. this is it. we, as the Cigar Authority, Welcome. have arrived. As far as I'm concerned. This is it. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. This is awesome. Right, Congratulations for another great year. Well, Count you. on me forever. Count awesome. on me forever. You don't even have to ask. ask. <laughs> it's all set. So all when right. we come back, I want to tell you about the New England, New England Patriots cheerleaders saying no to cigar events. 
No to cigar events. Yes to the alcohol. No to the cigar events. We'll explain that. We have some trivia for these guys out here. We're going to give away some of these uh, cigar authority hats. There's one for you. Highly sought after right there. What's wrong with that, nothing? We'll go through the Ten Commandments of Cigar Smokers and uh, all that and lots more. And hopefully we've got Jack Williams coming in here. So uh, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, that more broadcasting live from the Cigar Bar in Worcester, Massachusetts at the New England Hearth. It's the Nerf. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Be right back. Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott and Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336 and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moe's is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336, and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a mo. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate Patio overlooking the 13th Green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick, the Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Buying a good cigar will cost you a fortune. True! Well, not any longer. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to Dos Ombre. Dos Ombre cigars are long-filled premium cigars that are so affordable, they've been named the best buy in the cigar business. And there's a Dos Ombre cigar for everyone. Dos Ombre White is the mild Dominican. Dos Ombre Green is the fuller-bodied Nicaraguan. Dos Ombre Red is the medium-bodied Honduran. And the orange one is the ill-tempered Mexican. No, there is no Mexican. No Mexicans at all? No Mexican cigars. Have you seen the dark and delicious box pressed? I have, and I love them. Have you seen the tins or the huge selling new pencil cigars? I have, and I love them. Dos Ombre Cigars, the best buy in the business, period. Available at Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysSmokeShop.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews, to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. 
and stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks, interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle, a bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars, not seamless, not perfect or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well. And they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Gary. Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're going to see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garoppolo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Oh, it's happening here at the Cigar Bar in Worcester. This is the Nerf going on. We get a lot of stuff to cram into. Uh, hello to the radio stations uh, picking up the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Including. Greetings. Hi, I am Mr. Jonathan. I'm sitting next to John the Hitman Hart. <laughs> and uh, we are being listened to by WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. Take, take that hat off when you're sitting down w- with us. <laughs> take that hat off. <laughs> WG. Look at this thing. Can I read the station? Go ahead. <laughs> WGHM 900. <laughs> The game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL thirteen twenty positive energy in Providence, Rhode Island. WGAM twelve fifty ESPN Radio in Manch Vegas, New Hampshire. We're also being picked up our weekly replay on the Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. They replay us from last week from eleven to one in the morning and evening, every single Sunday, day and night. And why just listen live when you can watch our video stream and see this guy right here sitting next to me, John the Hitman Hart, on thecigarauthority.com. And we are podcasting for your downloading convenience at the Cigar Authority and iTunes. I like how you called it Manch Vegas. I knew you'd like that. Yeah, that's like, that, that's like five years ago. We're, I think we're calling it San Man Francisco now. <laughs> San Man Antonio. Hey, I'm lighting up the uh, La Mezla Cubana Sun Grown first time trying it. Victor Vitali uh, passed that out to me. Seeing we didn't see him yesterday, he was good enough to, to hand me a cigar at least. That's right. Uh, so we're going to try this for the first time. He handed me a, a cigar and a, and a lighter. I just want to point that out. Yeah, I know it. Got the lighter. Speaking of lighters, I just got this new lighter. What do you got? It's a, it's a black label. And check out the flame on that, Dave. Check black. that out. It's a black label is what it's called. Ooh. Yeah, it's like a feather tip. I got that from my boy Zach over at Banner Premium. He showed it to me earlier. 
he's here today. And the name of uh, the name? Oh, it's a lotus lighter. It's a lotus, lotus. lighter, but the, it's a it's like a that, feather that, tip, and you can you almost can like use, a chisel, right? Yeah, you can paint you can paint with the flame. It's a little bit more efficient. It, Chuck, I got a little ringing going on. Like uh, yeah, maybe maybe maybe, we're maybe a little hot just, from the speaker. Just a little. An angel just got its wings. Oh, is that what that means? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that is nice. I thought that. Wow, yeah. that is. Yeah, it's dope. A, that's, you never see anything really new in the lighter world, other than like a new warranty or a right. new casing. Well, it's so a, a ultra new, thin a new too. Flame. Yeah, it is. Nice. Yeah, he called it the candy bar. <coughs> it looks like a Kit Kat. Can we it say looks that? Like I'd, yeah. I'd want to eat that. Can we say that? They're all Kit Kats. Yeah, and then, so they're all they're Twix. All Kit Kats. Oh, they're all Twix. Okay. <laughs> hey, I got a story to tell you. First off, uh, congratulations to us. Today, I think it's going to happen. We're going to hit. 20,000 downloads on our be, show. It's probably going to be 4 million because I'm here. Maybe, yeah. but, but it looks like 20,000 That's downloads. fantastic. That's good. Congratulations. Let's not, let's not, not talk crazy. It's in. not from you. Oh. No? <laughs> not to see the haircut or anything like your, that? Your barber is crazy. Yeah. So you, you lost the bet, right? I, no, it was, it was, this was for an event. This whole thing was for an event. I just tell people it's for. I lost a bet because it's easier okay. to tell. Okay, you did an event. I did an event. And Shave they, your head. I, I put out there every haircut that Gary Oldman has ever had. Okay. And we let everyone on Facebook vote on the next haircut I was going to have, and everyone voted on the fifth element. I voted, actually. Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg is the character's name from the fifth element, and it's That's he wears the funny little plastic hat in the movie. Yeah. I'm just happy that You're everyone right. didn't vote for Dracula. I voted bald. But that wasn't one of the choices. But I yeah, voted anyways. Do it. Yeah. Do it. You're a trooper, man. Yeah. You're a trooper. I'm a Drew State Stormtrooper, I guess. Yeah. 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 You're the hitman. <laughs> You're the hitman. No H in that. It's just the it man. It man. Nice. Ah. <laughs> uh, you know, i got to tell you this story. Uh, we're working on the uh, Two Guys 27th anniversary. Uh-huh. Uh, mark your calendar, September 27th. It's already been marked. Okay. Uh, not all the details yet, but part of it is going to be very uh, New England Patriots-esque. Uh, hoping they won the Super Bowl, which they didn't. A little uh, a fingertip more, and they would have won the Super Bowl again. Yeah. But we got season tickets to give away uh, to the to the pa- to yeah, the pass. A- and um, we're bringing in some uh, old uh, Patriot players. So I said, you know, what, what's going to be better than having maybe eight of the cheerleaders there, or the whole squad of cheerleaders, and with their pom poms, and they're going to cheer us all on, and they'll be on the stage, and we'll have them there. So uh, I don't care what it costs. I want to do it, and uh, we email them, and I emailed them a few times. Like, well, they're not getting back to us. They're not getting back to us. They got back to us. Yes. You ready for this? I'm going to read it out loud. Thank you for your interest in the Patriots, cheerleaders, the parents at your up- upcoming event. We appreciate the invite. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we sometimes need to decline requests if there are any political conflicts or potential conflicts with one of our missions, which is to promote health, wellness, and fitness. This is not a commentary on your business, just our ability to effectively uh, the message and goals to the community at large. Now, I want to let you know that the New England Patriots is brought to you by Miller Coors, the official beer sponsor of the New England Football League, and the New England Patriots for the past 10 years. And they have just turned that over. So they're obviously doing something about that. They turned it over to Anheuser-Busch because they gave them more money. And they will not show up at our cigar event 
because they want to promote health and wellness. So they've decided to, decided to decline our invitation, but to promote Anheuser-Busch from now, now on. This is interesting because you've never seen, like, homeless drunk people walking around having ruined their lives because they smoked cigars. It's quite the opposite. Typically, if you're smoking cigars, you have worked as hard as you possibly can, and you've arrived, and you've made it, and you can now afford cigars. What do you have to do to afford an Anheuser-Busch? Yeah. Two bucks? I see that. They're hypocrites, and uh, it's disgusting. And and now we don't want them. They could say yes now, and they're out. Well, yeah. No, (laughs) it's true. If they want to come in now, we will not accept them. We will bring cheerleaders in, and they will be much prettier and much better, and we're going to put our own cheerleading squad together. So if you're interested, call the Cigar Authority. We're looking for the best cheerleaders, and we're going to put our own group together that's going to make the New England Patriots cheerleaders look like the alcoholics that they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th- thank you for that wonderful addition, John. Do we have, do we have a name for these girls? We get to work the, on they that. Are the cheerleaders. The, the cheerleaders. They're the cheerleaders. That's that's very. We are the cigar authority. They are the cheerleaders. You are Mr. Jonathan. Yeah, I get, I'm getting it. I'm starting to see where your your advertising <laughs> genius comes from. Isn't it awful though? <laughs> is that is that awful? Terrible. It's terrible. And, and you know what? It, it's okay to do this to cigar smokers. It's okay. We're second rate citizens. At the very least, second rate. It, and it's okay. It's discrimination. Yeah, Can we have a discrimination case against them? Can we do anything about this? Why would we Should want to? Because we don't want them now. They're out forever. My God. If all of a sudden they became pro-cigar, I still Here don't think is, that would support them. 200 guys giving the charity right now. Yeah, when was the last Anheuser-Busch where people came in to drink beer for charity? Right. So I, wow, I don't huh? get it. Yeah, it nice. It's aggravating the hell out of me, and I, I had to share it with everybody out there. But it, it's disgusting, and it and it needs to change. Can I uh, can yeah. I throw to the mailbag real quick? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So I got an email from James, and uh, James says, "I hope Mr. Jonathan has taken uh, a beating on this." Uh, referring to the hygrometer issue we had last week. Yeah, hygrometer. I, I corrected you because I thought you did what you normally do, which is take letters out and add le- other letters into words. <laughs> so when I said that... I, uh, lo- I love you, David. Yeah, he's good. He's good. <laughs> but So he sends a it's message. It's a talent. It's an actual talent to be able to pull it off, as I do. You do, and you do it well. Okay. You do it quite you. well. I'll have another glass of chablis with this fillet mignon. Yeah. Mignon. Yeah. <laughs> and they know what I mean. Yeah, so they do. Just he sends, it's New England. That's yeah. what we do here. <laughs> He sends, a, he sends a full explanation of the difference between a hydrometer and a hygrometer, and uh, we do appreciate that, James. Must be a I'm surprised I had the R in the word at all. Correct. So I, I added the word in, the letter R. I didn't add it. I, 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 I let it stay there, but usually I take that out too. If you can pull it off with as little words as possible, as little letters as possible, and it be understood at the yeah. same time. I, I remember sitting in your office a couple of times. We just grunted at each other for about three hours. That's it. And, and you got up and you said, thank you very much, and you left, and you got, you got all the information. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I think we're going to get sued for that noise. I'm sorry. It's oh, possible. Yeah. It's oh, possible. That was awful. Somebody owns that. Show. Yeah, I was practicing. So, that uh, what are you going on here, John? You're walking around with your goofy haircut and your Drew Estates hat on sideways and your Hoya de Nicaragua shirt and your jacket on. We're in New England. We're pronouncing it Joya today. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're yeah. We're, with, we're happy. We're, we're Joya. With, we're with David. Yeah. So, uh, what do you got going on? What are you handing out to people? We're doing Undercrown Double Coronas today. Nice. Um, that's our that's our new release from this. Not year. the regular Corona, the Not double Corona. Correct, correct. We actually don't have the Corona ready yet, uh, which is the Corona Viva. That's the new size that's being released. Corona today. what? Corona Viva. 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 Long live Viva the Corona. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's like, like the paper towel. Viva la Resistance. Viva la, la, Viva, <laughs> Mr. Jonathan. And, and and Viva. I should be Vivid. Corona Viva. I love it. Yeah. Fantastic. We're very happy you're here. Yeah, we can't wait to get rid of you because <laughs> Jack Williams is coming up. <laughs> We're going to be interviewing Jack Williams. It would be a real trick if you guys could get him to interview you. You should ask him one of those trick questions just so, so he has, he to, has ask. to ask him a question. And say, yeah, Jack Williams interviewed us this week. and Maybe we'll <laughs> mumble so he has to say, what? The guy, Touchdown! The guy I just got interviewed by Jack Williams. Institution in this industry. You know, <laughs> and here we are, the Cigar Authority... We've arrived. We're at the Nerf. We're, We're going to interview Jack Williams. We're going to talk about Wednesday's Child. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Great charity. Great charity. Um, but what we're going to talk about right now, and you know what? You can probably be the perfect guy to be in this because you're a cigar rep. You go from store to store. Yes, indeed. And you probably see some horrible things when it comes to consumers. I see some wonderful things, though, too. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a wonderful thing. It's this all charity, and it's thing. a wonderful, yes. wonderful thing. But when I have a big group like this, I like to make sure I say this because it's really important. We as... Uh, you as a cigar rep have to do the right thing to your customer, which is me. Mm-hmm. I have to do the right thing to my customers, which is the consumers that are out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking to Jason, he, he, had, he had to make sure his humidor was kept clean, uh, humidified properly, that the glasses are nice and clean. That, that the they, shelves are stocked. That the waitresses know what they're doing and yep. all the right yep. things to do it. Well, the consumer has to do the right thing. It's very important. And when you have one bad apple... Sometimes it spoils the whole bunch. Absolutely. So maybe it's a, it's a sign of ignorance. They don't realize it. So every once in a while, we like to say the Ten Commandments of Cigar Smokers. Have you ever heard this? I feel like I'm joining a death cult right now. This is no cult. <laughs> this is the cigar world. We're not a death and cult. It, we're communists. That's no, right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> there are the true. Ten Commandments of Cigar Smokers, and I'm going to read them out to you now. I can't wait. Let's hear this. Okay. Thou shalt not bring cigars purchased from online or other stores to another cigar shop. Only, per- only cigars purchased from said shop are to be smoked in said shop. Here, here. Is yeah. that fair enough? That's fair enough. You've got to help keep the doors open to your establishment that that's you're enjoying. So you that don't, atmosphere you don't, is not free for that that's guy. It. Yeah. Smoke them at home. Smoke them outside walking the dog or whatever you ended up doing from another cigar store. You go in the cigar store. I don't care what it is. Hey, you, if, if you were at our big sale yesterday and you got some good deals on cigars or something, today's a new day. You're at this store. You don't smoke those cigars in this store. Yeah, that's just weird. It's bad form. It happens. It does. It does. So it does I, 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 I just hope it's out of ignorance and I hope... There's a, there's a person out there that heard and says, you know, I do that every once in a while. i got to stop doing it. This yeah. is the idea of it. Yeah. You should also never take your cigar and tickle your uvula with it, with the little dangly thing in yeah. the back of your throat, <laughs> this is and then use, then use the store cutter that everyone else <laughs> is going to use for their cigar, cut it, and then put the cutter back so someone else now is using your spit. 
to not, cut that's their That's not even on this list, that, but we're going to have to that is, do it because that, it's gross, right? That, 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 that is the Mr. Jonathan Amendment. <laughs> just now, that whole paint, that picture he painted it with is. that pornographic brush he has. It is. <laughs> I tried keeping it as cheap as I possibly could. Can someone turn down the uncomfortable in here just a smidge? I feel like I'm wearing a wool sweater. He's got it on 11 because that's more than 10. Yes. He's going to turn in this little... Green gel. Yeah. <laughs> Thou shalt not brag about the brand you smoke, how much your cigar costs, or how rare it is. Which Cause, interesting. Because nobody likes a snob. No one likes a snob, but I, I've noticed people that I know for a fact are smoking expensive cigars. We'll say like the Winston Churchill that everyone got in their bag. And they actually take the band off because they don't want someone knowing that they can afford that cigar. They yeah. don't want to rub it in someone's face. So I, I don't see if that you're one asked, as much. Which a lot of times I end up asking people. I'm, I'm intrigued with sitting there. Hey, what are you smoking? Just say, how do you like it? What yeah. do you think? Or something like that. So at that point, you say, I'm smoking a 1974 such and such from right. you know, some rare thing. But Yeah, the, the, rule, the rule goes back all the way to the 20s. That's why you're supposed to take your band off is, is that you're not rubbing it into the guy's face next to you as to what he's smoking. If he's smoking something that's, that's a little less expensive... Because he, he, oh, that's all he can afford, exactly. maybe. Who knows? You're not, you're not rubbing it in his face how well off you're doing. Here we go. Uh, thou, thou shall not mistreat a cigar. Uh, your cigar uh, probably unraveled because you cut it wrong or burns crooked because you lit it wrong. That's most likely... What happened? Yeah, so, don't, don't blame the retailer because you're an idiot. And the retailer, just so you know, and I'm a retailer myself, we didn't roll the cigar. And it's a handcrafted product, and things happen sometimes if it's on that end or something. But, you know, there's the customer, and everybody's got one, that always has a problem with a cigar. It's always, you know, this is drawing too light. This is drawing too tight. This isn't uh, burning properly or something. The cigar starts burning a little crooked on the other end. That's why you have that jet lighter in your pocket that you bought because you, you certainly have your own lighting. You're not using the stores, lighters, cutters, everything that they have. You bought one yourself because these are the tools you need as a cigar smoker. And you, you uh, touch, touch it up, it up a little, little bit. bit. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not like when you go to a you go to Pizza Hut and if they overcook your pizza, then you can really blame them because the guy cooked the pizza right there. Yeah, I don't so like to can, return food. I don't like to return food. That's actually I've seen David eat stuff that is bordering on disgusting I've because been, he would rather eat that than someone else's spit. I'm, I'm with I'm with Dave on that one. Yeah. Plus, Dave I'm a fat guy. I'll eat anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm with Dave on that one too. Uh, thou shall not abuse us a guy. You with me that I'm a fat guy, or are you with me that you? I'm, I'm everywhere with you. Okay. I'm right behind you. Thou shalt not abuse a cigar. It's not okay to buy a double Corona and cut it in half. Putting your cigar uh, to save for tomorrow is uh, ignorant. Buy a Robusto. Right. But they get more value if they buy the biggest cigar that only costs 50 cents more and cut it in half. It's going to unravel. It's yeah. just, just going to be weird. And then you're going to say the cigar's unraveling. Yeah. Yeah, so, it goes back to, yeah. 20s. Yeah. No that, goes, no, that goes back to 16 B.C. Oh, really? Uh, thou shall store your cigars properly. Buy a humidor or rent a locker at the cigar shop. Respect the hard work that goes into those hand-rolled products. How many people are putting their cigars in, God forbid, the refrigerator? Oh, the refrigerator. Yeah, please don't do that. Why? Where did that come from? Well, back in the day when it was an icebox... 
there was plenty of humidity in the refrigerator. Yeah, when you when you had to chip the frost away. Yeah, yeah. in you the fifties. Yeah, but get, now this goes back to the fifties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that, folks. Please please don't do that uh, because it it is a dehumidifier. Get a humidor. You put your milk in the refrigerator and put your cigars in the humidor. Yeah, you can buy a humidor for fifty, sixty bucks. That yep. works decent. Yep. Um, let's move on. Uh, thou shalt not bitch about the prices of cigars. Every state has different taxes, different markups, different costs that it, it takes to run a business. Um, if you don't like it, buy your cigars somewhere else. But, of course, if you are hanging in that store, you have to buy the cigars from them. Right. So buy the cigars and stop bitching about the price. We're here in Massachusetts. Just so the folks know out there, Massachusetts has a 30% tax. That tax money does not go to the proprietor of this establishment. It goes to the government of, of, of the right. state, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, and they, they have to charge the tax. It's tough. It's tough here. It's, it's really tough here. And if you really want to do something about that, then join the CRA and fight the legislation yeah. to lower the tax. Absolutely. It's actually time to start playing uh, defense. Exactly. You know, exactly. Turn if you don't around. like your price, you start voting. That's right. Uh, thou shall not be rude about smoking cigars. We cigar smokers are res- respectable, tax-paying, and actually the highest tax-paying people there are out there. Um, you represent all of us when you're in public, so don't do the wrong thing because when you do the wrong thing, it affects all cigar it makes smokers. Makes me look like a jerk, right? And they and say, "Oh, and cigar you smokers don't need are, any help with that." I don't need no. any help. Please, I'm very polite about looking like a jerk. Okay, thou shalt not go to a cigar-smoking event expecting free cigars. So there's an event happening at the cigar store. You go there and say, what do you got for free? Don't expect it. If you cannot afford a cigar, you, haven't, you shouldn't have went to the event at all. Right. You go there expecting to pay. If you do lucky enough to receive a free cigar and enjoy the refreshments at that place, for God's sakes, buy something. No one likes a mooch. You see this yeah. every day. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thou shalt not be fooled about fake cigars. Just so you know, those Cuban cigars you bought on the cruise for $50 a piece are fake. Don't go around bragging about them because people are laughing behind your back. Uh, and we have to laugh behind your back because we don't want to lose you as a customer. But well, and, they're and fake. David, in my case, he laughed at me in my face. Oh, because yeah. I'm a real friend. You are. I'm a real friend, and I'm going to tell you how he it is. He laughs in my face all the time. Yeah, yeah. and I'm a look friend. At, look at you. Yeah. That's the reason. Here we go. <laughs> and the last one is always have an extra cigar on hand. You never know who you may run into, a brother cigar smoker who is in need of a cigar in a pinch. Make a new friend. Have an extra cigar with you. Break glass in case of emergency. Right. And, right. you know, you know, I can tell you story after story of what a cigar has done for me, having a cigar with me, yeah. an extra cigar with me. Oh, here you go. And it's like, oh, my God, like you gave the guy a million dollars. Yeah. Rudy Giuliani, new- for example. That's right. That's right. Dave bumped into Rudy Giuliani, gave him a Garofalo, sat and smoked it with me. And we stayed for three hours talking to each other, which would have been about a 30-second meeting. Yeah, right. But it became a three-hour meeting because we had a cigar together. And now he knows you. I don't know about that. Well, he knew Mota Garofalo. That's right. That's right. Yeah, there can't be a whole lot of people with their name on the cigar that handed it to them. (laughs) He was a nice guy. Very, very nice guy. So uh, that's what I have for the Ten Commandments. I think it's important for the consumer to understand to do the right things. We as retailers are going to get ourselves better and better. We're going to, we're going to learn how to um, 
be better customer service, how to treat the customer better. We need to work on lots of things as retailers ourselves. You as a broker need to work on things to do better service to us. We all need to improve ourselves, including the customer. Just to bitch about the store did this and, you know, work on yourself too. The day you stop learning is the day you're dead. Yep. Yep. And uh, you throw glass, stone, glass, stones. Um, People who live in glass houses do not... Stow thrones? Smells like roses. Yeah. It's something that has some R's in it. it, You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. So anyway, that's that. So uh, I would like to uh, offer you a Cigar Authority hat. Oh, fantastic. And maybe you'll uh, switch it with your your hat. I will do it for today right now. Yeah. I got to cover this haircut off. Have you seen this thing? It's awful. Really? (laughs) Are you just going to grow it out or what are you going to do? We're going to shave this thing off. The whole thing. Yeah, after today. So I get my wish. After today. I just want everyone that voted to be able to see it in person. You're going to shave it today. Well, not here. At home. Wow. We had some clippers. This could be the show. This could be the show. But the Bruins are on, too. The Bruins are on. It's hard to upstage the bro. It is. So what we got going on here is on on the how 18 big is it? by 18 It's a TV. wall. It's a wall. It is a wall. feet by yeah. 18 feet. Right. It's huge. It's, David, watching the Bruins. David, I actually, I measured it before. I ran out of measuring tape, but I think it's around a million by a million. It, it, it's huge. It's massive. You folks have got to come down here and see this. This is the cigar bar in Worcester. Where, 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 this is the greatest cigar bar. You've been around. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. awesome. It the is ceiling awesome. opens up. So we can go back to the mothership. All right, we're going to take a break, folks. When we come back, we're going to talk about events, promotions, and lots more. We got Jax Williams going to be on. Big guy here in New England. Don't forget to mumble. Oh, I'll mumble. Nice job. I'm nervous already. What? All right, we're going to take a short break. We come back. All that more. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Fleur de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Fleur de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French dial and prestige. Fleur de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Fleur de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity. For luxurious expression with no concession. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Flor de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Flor de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Flor de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Two guys rock. Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. 
They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune. And it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness that will keep you coming back for more and more. But it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes. The Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars. The name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments before you give up, ruin your good name, and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. All right. We're back live here at the Cigar Bar in Worcester. This is the NERF, the New England Hearth. And uh, I'll tell you, uh, WBZ, I've been listening to it since I was young, uh, leading, leading anchor since 1975. Scary, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Jack Williams, an uh, honor to have you here. Oh, thank you. Oh, and uh, you're here because uh, the proceeds for today's uh, hearth is going to Wednesday's Child. Yeah, this is like the eighth year we've done it. And it sort of started as a um, little fluke. They gave me a call, and I thought, uh, well, you know, I enjoy a cigar once in a while. And, you know, like every chance I get. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, sure, I'll come down and try it. And it was a lot of fun. Met a lot of very, very nice guys and gals. And, uh, you know, we raised... Uh, 
four or five thousand dollars for Wednesday's child, and all the money goes to the kids. It's, I understand a hundred percent. Yeah, Marcy and I work very cheap. Yeah, <laughs> we work Free. out of our house, right? We don't take any uh, money, no salary or anything, no cars, and when you do that, you build up, and we build up an endowment. They call it the Jack and Marcy Williams Endowment for Wednesday's Child, so that someday when uh, I decide not to be so active, uh, we'll be able to continually fund the, all these group homes. We, we give to about 18 group homes and agencies dealing with special needs adoption, mm-hmm. and we give out a third of a million dollars a year oh, in grants. Goodness. Wow. And we've got over $4 million in the endowment. So when I'm no longer active, we can still support these uh, little agencies. I always worry about kids. You know, when um, state government starts getting tight, as they are, sure, uh, it's one of the first things they cut is to cut things for special needs kids. They don't vote. They don't have parents who vote. Mm. So it's been uh, very worrying, and we've come a long way. These group homes are not what they used to be. They used to be kind of warehouses, but boy, not anymore. And these kids uh, have a real, you know, a chance at some normalcy until they can find a family. And part of the deal is, and I've told it to all these agencies, that they'll continue to get the grants if there's no scandal. They get a scandal, we cut off the money. And, you know, money is power. And it's another little level of protection for these kids. And uh, it's, it's worked very well. We didn't think it was going to work, you know, as good as, as it has. And uh, we celebrated 30 years of Wednesday's Child last My October. And the endowment's been going into our 13th year. And uh, it's just been a great deal of fun. Where did the, where did the idea come from? For special needs kids, as is, is, is tough as it is for them, I mean, it, it's a perfect charity because there's nobody helping people like that. And... Um, you know, you would imagine somebody looking to adopt a child is looking for the, the, the smartest, prettiest, brightest. And youngest. Right. They want babies. Right. Uh, Marcy and I were looking for something to do back around 1980 to use television. I was always being asked, why don't you front this? Why don't you do that? And we thought, you know, the most vulnerable were these special needs kids. Sure. Older kids, a group of siblings, children <laughs> with mental problems, physical problems, uh, all kinds of things and puts them in that general category. So we came up with the idea. I said, why don't we try putting them on the air and we'll do it on Wednesday. So we called it Wednesday's Child. Child. Uh, And we started that in 1981 and about within a year I got a call from a gal by the name of Dorcas Hardy who was under Reagan in uh, the Health and Human Services Department and she said, Jack, we think this is a great idea. Would you mind if I came to Boston to talk to you about it? I said, no, come on. So we showed up at VZ, and we talked to Dorcas, and she said, we'd like to put out this information to the country and have other television stations do this. Would you mind? I said, no, I wouldn't mind at all. So they put out a brochure and said, Jack Williams at WBZ in Boston is doing the following. Here are the guidelines that he used to set this up. And, uh, you know, last count, we had over 100 TV stations doing this. Oh, that is fantastic. And it all started in New England because of the great success. And I was fortunate enough to be honored by Ronald Reagan in the Rose Garden and uh, Bill and uh, Hillary Clinton and, yeah. uh, in the White House. Both uh, sides. Yeah, yeah. so it, it was uh, very good and they, you know, very nice honors. And uh, it has grown and it's been fun and we've enjoyed it. We, we didn't mean to become fundraisers. That's the last thing I needed. I'm very busy in my job. But I found out all these little agencies and places were broke. Sure. So we started with um, a walk for Wednesday's Child that lasted about four or five years. And at the same time, I started a, uh, a ski race, which, by the way, is next Saturday 
at Waterville Valley, our 28th ski race. In my youth, I was a national ski patrolman. I've always skied. I was raised in Idaho. So I went to a lot of my buddies, and they said, well, let's put one on. And it started small and kind of a gathering of friends, and it just grew. And then uh, Volvo and Wendy's got involved with me. Dave Thomas was adopted. Uh-huh. Dave Thomas became that's very right. good friends. So Wendy's, in fact, they've got a big promotion that's ending this next week. For a buck, they give away a coupon book for a bunch of junior Frosties and $5 off skiing. So a donation of a dollar, they get like ten, or they get $13 worth of stuff. Okay. And uh, most of that money, uh, they take out their expenses for promotion, etc., and this thing, but I think it's 80 or 85 cents on the dollar goes to Wednesday's Child from Wendy's. That's good. And then Volvo, at the same time, gives me a Volvo every year, and we raffle that off at $100 a chance, and we're going to draw the name out next Saturday. And if anybody's interested, you know, I think we sold, as of this morning, 1,400 tickets have been sold, so we brought in 140,000. We'll probably end up by selling 15 or 1,600 tickets, but your odds are one in, say, 1,500 of winning, which is a little better, they tell me, than the, the lottery. It's a, it's a little better, right? It's a little <laughs> but it's, it's been kind of fun, so we're giving away, uh, they gave me an XC90 fully loaded, so it's one well, of the after, top. After 10 years, you'll still have the Volvo, whereas yeah. if you win the lottery after 10 years, there's no telling what's going on. Well, that's very true. When your relatives get through with you, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> your wife leaves you. <laughs> it's just, it's a vicious circle. That it is. Are you going to sell tickets here? Are you uh, well, I mean, I tell people how to do it. it it's, it's very easy to do. Uh, the only way we can, um, I, didn't, I should have brought some along with me, but it's very simple. They go online okay. and go to Google and type in my name, Jack Williams, Wednesday's Child, those four things. Yeah. And uh, it goes right to the site. And I, I think we're good till Tuesday. You can get in and we can process and send you via snail mail your receipt and put your stub in with everyone else's. And it's very simple. So Jack Williams, Wednesday's Child. You'll see the great big sign there at the web page, and, uh, you know, win a Volvo, help Wednesday's child. And, and, you, and you just pull one out, and that's the guy that wins it, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, last year's winner was a guy who had only bought one, period, and that was last year for 100 bucks and got his. We've had um, all kinds of winners uh, over the years. Um, most of them, another great hell for us, by the way, has been Yankee Magazine. Oh. Uh, Yankee um, gave us a, they give us a full-page ad every year in the... Uh, January issue, which comes out about Christmas time, and it's like an $80,000 ad. It's on the back cover. So we get people sending in money from all over the country. But it's been, you know, it just all grew. Who knows how this thing got so big, but we'll do this next weekend because of the Volvo raffle, because of Wendy's, because of um, our efforts, and people come up to the race. We'll probably clear about $420,000. That's awesome. That's clear. You know, we uh, keep our, we use all volunteers, and I've had the same volunteers with me now for 11 years. And a lot of them from BZ and other friends, just 'er ne'er-do-wells, that really have a great time. And then uh, when everything is done, we uh, have a big party up there, and uh, I empty my wine cellar to bring it up, and everyone's staying at the same hotel. We take the whole place over. And uh, we have a very good time, and they look forward to it. we got one guy that comes up. He works at CVS in New York. He comes and drives up every year. So it's been uh, a labor of love for them, and it's fun. And uh, someday if I don't do it, I'm going to miss it. Do you have, <laughs> do you have insurance on your voice? <laughs> no, because because you know, really got... good for me. I think you've, what do you smoke cigars for? You have the velvet pipes, man. Yeah. Well, I just pure. That's just hereditary. Uh, heredity. And... Uh, 
I'm Welch, and we had a lot of singers in the family. And my voice is interesting. I was in, I started in broadcasting, got my first paid job at 15. My voice had changed. And people used to come into the radio station in this, um, it was a small little radio station back in the West. And they would look for, hey, where's Jack Williams on a meeting? Well, I was always embarrassed because it was the skinny kid, you know, sitting there in front yeah. of the mic. And I go, well, he's not here right now, you know, but come back a little later. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, you know, it's been a great run, my broadcasting. And then I was in radio for a long time, went to radio news and realized I needed a, uh, a good college education. So I went to the University of Oregon and... Uh, and graduated Phi Beta Kappa, and while I was there, I was uh, named uh, the Student of the Year by the National Association of Broadcasters, and they flew me to Chicago to the NAB convention, and all of the general managers and owners and program managers, 5,000 were in the room, and they introduced first winter west of the Mississippi, here's Jack Williams University of Oregon. I had 36 job offers. Wow. I was a junior then, <clears throat> and uh, for when I graduated. So I'm one of these lucky people. When I graduated college, I chose the one that put me on air. Went to Seattle, and I was on the air um, within a few weeks of graduating. Wow! They say the rest is history. Spent a little time in Vegas, and uh, where I ran a station, and then they came and got me from Boston. I didn't apply here. They said you'd be perfect for Boston. We want you, and that was 37 years ago. Wow! Oh my goodness! And it's been a great run. So these young kids come up to me and they go, "Well, geez, how'd you get your first job?" And say, "Well, it's you know." I chose between all, you know, it's just purely luck. I've been just very lucky and with the and same to, gal all this time, and uh, she's and, a delightful person. And, and to stay on the same station for all those years is unheard of in this business. I oh, mean, it really is. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in Boston. I've been listening to you since, since the very beginning, and I remember, you know, you were Tony Pepper right. and Liz Walker as time went on. And Yeah, it, we had at those times, we, we had the biggest numbers in America. Wow. We were the highest-rated station. Our 11 o'clock news was gigantic. And um, and Liz and I, Bob LaBelle, yeah. Bruce Schweigler, and Tony before that, as you mentioned. Yeah. And then um, and eventually uh, I'm with uh, Lisa Hughes now. I've been yeah. with her for the last uh, 11 years, almost 12 years. Do you hear from the, the uh, like Tony and Liz? And I haven't heard from Tony in a couple of years. Uh, his health is not the best. Oh, he has diabetes. But he, uh, I, I talked to him a while back. I talked to Bob about three weeks ago. We had a nice talk. Cigar and, uh, smoker? Yeah, another yeah. sinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> another sinner is right, yeah. <laughs> you can, so, look around. That's what I tell everybody. I see everybody every year at the, uh, year at the uh, NERF. I always say, you uh, know, Welcome, fellow sinners. That's yeah. it. Most of them have a beer in their hand and a cigar, right. you know. And, and maybe, uh, maybe you could ask us a question now, so we can tell the world that we've been interviewed by the great. Oh, right, yeah, 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 great. Yeah. I hope you do better than me. But it's, it's been fun, and the people of New England have been uh, really terrific. Uh, we love it. Uh, we've never, you know, I'm anything but a star. I think people kind of look upon you when you've been on the air that long and in their homes, more of a neighbor. Yeah, and they've been really great. New Englanders are funny. This Boston in my opinion, is the toughest market in America. Because they just assume hate you is not. Just because you're on the air, who cares? Yeah, they right. never but, actually like you. They just hate you a little less. Yes. And then, but once they do like you, it takes a while. Once you prove yourself to New Englanders, they they are loyal. They, they stick with you. That's oh, for absolutely. Sure. They have stuck with me through thick and thin. Otherwise, I'm sure management would have thrown my silly little patoo out the door years ago. So you're doing the 6 and the 11, and you also do the 10 o'clock for... Um, yeah, that's my TV 38, it's TV called. 38. I, you know, we, they own it. It's, I don't think that has much of an idea. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm on more than I want, but it's been, you know, it's been fun. I mean, it beats the... My dad told me when I was uh, very young, he was... Uh, I come, I'm the first one in my family ever to go to college, let alone graduate. He said, remember, son, it's think and grow rich. <laughs> it's not work. He says, if it was just work and grow rich, I'd be rich. Yeah. And um, so I thought that was pretty good advice, and it's been really a lot of fun. I mean, you know, to young people out there, I say, you know, find something you love to do, and you'll be rich. Because sure. you're happy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I always feel bad for people who claim they hate their job. I mean, and that's they have to go sad. every day. Absolutely. Find something you like doing, whatever your hobby is, and turn it into business. That's what I ended up doing. I had a bunch of different jobs. I love cigar smoking. I ended up opening a cigar store, and it's 27 years in a cigar store, but I don't feel like I go to work. I didn't realize that you guys are the biggest cigar distributors in, in the East Coast. I think uh, we're the highest volume cigar retail shop in the world. In the world? In the world. Jeez, I was talking yeah. East Coast. I'm kind of proud. <laughs> and, you know, and the reason is, and we started out in Massachusetts. We had a store in Boston, Somerville, and, and Everett. And uh, Massachusetts put the tax on cigars. Right. And I got very angry. Uh, I was very politically involved, and I fought for that not to happen because I knew it would be the ruination of us. The Internet was starting up, and people could get cigars elsewhere. So what was I going to do? So I, I made a threat to the Boston Globe and said, if this tax is imposed, I'm going to pack it up and move out of the state. And without murdering anybody, I made the front page of the Boston Globe above the fold, which usually you gotta, somebody has to die for that to happen. <laughs> I don't know why there is such a feeling of anti-cigar smoking. I, I've enjoyed it. My dad was a cigar smoker. I find it. Very enjoyable. I don't blow smoke in anybody's face, but I like to golf and I like to go on long walks. And uh, one time I was in New York at the old, um, there's a very famous cigar place in the, right on Fifth Avenue. There was Nat a, Sherman. Nat Sherman. And there was a guy named George there he used to buy cigars from, and he would always say, I came in so I could have a good smoke. He says, no, you came in so you could enjoy a cigar. Yeah. Just remember that, Jack. You enjoy a cigar. And I find my... You know, my blood pressure, everything, it just goes down. You just take it easy. And my wife doesn't mind. She didn't care. That's awesome. That's why you stayed with her all this time. Yes, that's one yeah. of many reasons, <laughs> yes. And, of course, I don't smoke inside the house because yeah. I, uh, you know, but there's plenty of room outside. And I, like I say, it's uh, it's been fun. And, and I think everything in moderation. In uh, the old days, you could smoke in the studio. Yeah, they, don't, they never did that, really. There no? was some, I mean, yeah, there was people occasionally would smoke some cigarettes or this or that, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. I, that, that lighter's too big. I'd, too hurt, big? I'd hurt myself. Yeah, yeah. Set <laughs> my hair on fire. He's got a big lighter, folks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I tend to lose them. Uh, four Emmy Awards. Yeah, I got the uh, first one was for Wednesday's Child. It was, uh, and then uh, Crisis at Birth and a couple of others. And then I was given the Governor's Award, which is the like a Lifetime Achievement Award. And I've got uh, eight honorary doctorates from various colleges and universities in uh, Massachusetts. And all kinds of people have rallied around. They love the idea of Wednesday's Child. And it was something that was original to New England. And I think there's a certain amount of pride that people have that we're able to do something like that here. And it's been uh, some of the research we've done, <clears throat> excuse me, other than the Jimmy Fund, I think it is the uh, one of the most recognized names in, in all of New England, and it's all very positive. And so we feel good about that. We protect it. We own the name, and uh, we let people know that if there is a fundraiser, just like today, if I'm here and it's for Wednesday's Child, I'm here. 
and, they, and, and Chuck and, uh, and the others have done such a good job of, uh, you know, they, they're very careful in every penny, and then I, we make the deposit on Monday, and they know, and there's no hanky-panky, and we put, uh, I put my reputation behind all of the fundraisers. Sure. So I tr- You have to be so careful. I'm so upset. There are so many you get calls from, uh, you know, police agencies trying to do this or that. A lot of that, these guys are... They give five or ten cents on the dollar right. to the, and, and pocket the rest. And it's just infuriating to me. Yeah. I've, I've heard it so many times, and, and it's just amazing to hear. And I don't know if, the, if there's a handful of them out there that charity events that 100% goes to the charity. No, it's the people. On non-charity events, somebody can make hundreds of thousands of dollars running them. Yeah, the, uh, for instance, the ski race, uh, which we, we feed 600 people that night, plus we have a party later for all of the volunteers to put in so many hours. We put up the, uh, the volunteers and some of our key sponsors at the motel. We run the race, all of that stuff. Total cost for overhead uh, last year was $26,000. We brought in 430 Wow. So I, we always feel pretty good about it. <clears throat> I can't make it any cheaper than that. Like I said, you know, I, I can't work any. And then I usually, um, Marcy and I, we've always uh, given rather large checks uh, a couple of times a year to you know, keep things going, and it's been fun. <clears throat> and that's my recommendation to people. Ask uh, on the charity you're giving to, find out what percentage of the money is actually being used to help people. And if their overhead is too high, then you may want to rethink this. Right, right. Well, you're very honorable to do this all these years, 31 years of doing this, and it's, I hope it continues forever and ever. It's uh, certainly something that that'll, people will remember you forever. You've left your mark. Well, sure. you know, it won't go on forever, but that's why the endowment is so important, is that even someday when I move on, it's all set up. We're a 501c3. We have a wonderful board that has uh, four... Uh, MBAs on it, there, as well as others that are. It's a wonderful, wonderful board. We're set up so that we can continue to give this money, and I think that's the key. You know, the lot. Of, we're the only one in the country of all these stations that do a Wednesday's Child Type program that raises this kind of money, and that's where the that's where you that's what really helps out. And it's just too much work for most people to get involved with, but it's been great because that's. That's going to be our legacy, even though I'm not here, that that money goes every year to these little group homes and big group homes. You know, St. Anne's has, uh, what, 500 kids in it. Right. And uh, the Italian home and uh, Walker School and Spalding Home. So how, again, if somebody's listening and wants to donate some money and uh, be part of this, they just go on to your website? Yeah, just remember, go to Google. Type in uh, four words, my name, Jack Williams, Wednesday's Child. goes right to the website. You can see the background, pictures of winners, see pictures of the ski race. There's the, uh, I think our deadline, I think will probably be Tuesday for being involved with the Volvo Raffles, $100 a chance. But they can always give on they that site. Oh, yeah, they'd be happy to take it. There's something set up there, and there's information to send either Good. a check uh, that's all on there, or we have a very secure website. Never had a problem. We don't sell names or numbers. We yeah. destroy all of that. And uh, so you can be rest assured that you're, you'll be well taken care of because you're taking care of the kids. Sure. And not even spammed afterwards. I mean, you said you get rid of it. So someone donates one time, and that's what they're doing this year. Yes, yeah, so the only thing we do is keep their email address. If we do it next year, we send them a letter saying we're doing it again. You want to help? And if somebody doesn't want or doesn't want to be bugged, I mean, that's fine with us. We'll take them off. takes two seconds. And yeah. then when we finally stop solic- soliciting for Wednesday's Child, that will all be destroyed. Well, very nice. Thank you. I don't want to take up any more of your time. but I- Yeah, you know, I got cigars to smoke. Do you mind? No, please. <laughs> See if they've got some fruit juice around here or something like that. 
It's been a real pleasure. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. And to all the good people out there, I'd say uh, thank you. We have actually we have a gift for you here if you take one of our Cigar Authority hats. All right. As a result of you being on the show, I'm sure we're going to hit our 20,000 mark. We've been on the air for two years, so 20,000 hits on our podcast. And uh, you are helping us to uh, get to new heights. And yeah. on the podcast, how do you get to the podcast? People you, are listening on the radio. You go to uh, thecigarauthority.com, and okay, uh, all, all the information's right there. They're all there. Thank you. It's listen, on iTunes. Listen in. Good. Okay. Well, you boys keep out of trouble now. I've got my eye on you. Yeah. yeah. We're, <laughs> we're sinners. We're sinners. Yeah, There's right. no guarantees. Welcome, fellow sinners. <laughs> we'll have a prayer session in about a half hour, so uh, you'll all feel a lot better. Nice talking to you. Beautiful. Thank <laughs> have you. Have a good day. I'm going to skip out of here, boys. Okay. Right. Thank you. Jack Williams, and this is the highlight of our career so far. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll tell you this. When I was a kid, the thing that I would dread is uh, my parents yep. My parents would uh, say, you know, you can watch whatever you want after the news, but you have to watch the news. Sure. And I sure. would be upset, except if Jack was the anchor. I mean, my parents would try switching around, and I'm like, all right, here's the deal, guys. I'll watch. If it's Jack and Liz, and that those were the two anchors? In the day, as he said, I mean, it was the biggest watch TV broadcast in the United States. It was the best program for news because I, as a kid, five, six, seven years old, I would actually watch it from start to finish. There we go. So this big, huh? My voice never sounded so bad. Oh, my With God. his it's voice the going velvet in. pipes. Unbelievable. We, we were messing around earlier and, you know... <laughs> Put, make the volume, put more bass in the volume. Mm. I want my voice to sound more bassy or something yeah. like that. No, we it got, has we, nothing to do with it. We got, <laughs> it nothing we, we got Jack Williams, a.k.a. Barry White. <laughs> Coming just, on. just as he said, hereditary. That's just the way it came out, and that's it. My voice is whiny and whatever Nasally. it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, that's it. There's nothing I can do, and he pronounces every word right. We stink. Not only does we he stink. pronounce every word right, but as he's every single word he's saying, I'm hanging on every word. It's awesome. This this show flew by, and I, let, I wish I kept kept him on for much longer. Um, geez, we we're going to do trivia questions and all that stuff. Maybe we'll plug in a mic and do some Might trivia questions that, yeah. with these guys and hang out for a little bit. Um, in the meantime, uh, next week. Uh, I don't even know what we're doing. My God, there's so much going on. I got to go to TAA in Mexico. We're going to do our. Um, our Cigar Authority anniversary show uh, for March 24th. It's going to be at um, Seabrook. In Seabrook. All right, nice. we'll do that, and we'll give away cigars and all kinds of stuff, so we'll have some fun doing that anyway. Hey, if anybody wants to come down, this thing's going till 5 o'clock tonight um, at, as the hearth, but it goes on till 1 o'clock in the morning every day. This is the Cigar Bar in Worcester. Great cigar bar. If you're ever in the New England area, you've got to make a point to come take the ride out here. Take the pilgrimage. Come out to the cigar bar in Worcester. It's a great place. Thanks, everybody, for joining in this week, and we'll catch you next week. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Donate to Wednesday's Child.
Sammy B here. Sammy B's custom carpentry, foundation to finish, and everything in between. Find a job I can do. I dare you. At Sammy B's custom carpentry, I build everything myself. So you know it's American-made and built to last. I don't subcontract. I'm committed to getting a job, and I'm committed to finishing the job personally. Call for a brochure and references. 603-553-2345. If you can dream it, I can build it. Sammy B's 603-553-2345. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603 603- Three four seven five one three nine one. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune. And it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness that will keep you coming back for more and more. But it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes. The Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars. The name says it all, sir. 